Today, you are in for a treat because it's time for a community spotlight. These episodes feature a special woman from our community who is doing incredible things by sharing her story. So the inside story really is about how these women have dug into their own story to find healing, a sense of purpose, motivation, and direction forward. By now, you've heard me talk a lot about the Light Beamers community and some of the amazing women who are in there working on their story every day, utilizing our story prompts and resources, and stepping out more boldly to share their story with others. So it brings me a lot of great joy to share my platform with the women who I serve, the women I'm in the trenches with helping them dig out their story and refine their story, rebuild their story, and then ultimately use their story in a really positive and powerful way. This is the work of Light Beamers. So I can't think of a better way to use this podcast than to take some time out every now and then to feature these amazing women. And I know the story you're about to hear today will hit you right where it counts. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Light Beamers tuning in and the listeners of the Inside Story podcast. I'm April Adams Pertwee, and I'm joined today with my good friend and one of my favorite clients, Leanne Smith, who is also one of our uh, really valuable, valuable, valuable members of the Light Beamers community. And so I'm just so excited to be able to welcome you to this community spotlight version of our Inside Story podcast. And happy to have you here, Leanne. Well, thank you, April. I am happy. I was just doing my happy dance before. Just like so thrilled. You're one of my favorite people for so many reasons and just a ray of light to me. So I am thrilled to be here. Well, that's how I would describe you. I mean, seriously, you are one of my favorite people that I have had the great pleasure of getting to work with, but also become friends with. And I feel like you always make me smile. You know, you're also this equal ray of light. And um, so I just want, I just want to dive right in because we obviously have like a little love fest going on for each other, but you know, when I think, and I was, I was telling you this before we actually started to record that I'm, I'm up at my mom's house right now recording this episode from, from her house. And we went out this morning for a nice little walk and got some exercise in. And, you know, my mom's so cute. She, she stalks the Light Beamers community and she's always paying attention to what I'm doing and who's, you know, who's who in there. 
And so she asked me today, she's like, well, who, who are you, uh, who's going to be on your podcast today? Cause I had told her, you know, this afternoon I'll be going away into the bedroom to do this podcast recording. And I said, it's Leanne Smith. And she said, oh, I know Leanne, you know, because she has seen you in our community. And, you know, I, I told mom, I started telling her a little bit of your story because obviously I know it really well now. But what I remember from when you first landed in the light beamers world, which still feels a bit of a cosmic issue, you know, issue or force or whatever you want to call it. Um, we first got on a phone call and we did not know each other. And, you know, you, you live in Canada and I'm in Texas and I'm like, how did this girl find me? Um, and, and what is it that she wants? Like, what was your goal? And you told me first thing that, I don't know what this means, but I want to be a storyteller. And you told me that you had been writing in your journal for quite some time that I am a storyteller. So I would love for you to share a little bit more of that story from your perspective. Like, where were you in your life at that time? What was drawing you to light beamers? And what did that, what was that quest to become a storyteller all about? You bet. You bet. And first of all, your mom is so adorable. I love that she's just like hanging out in the light beamers <laughs> community because like I love to hang out there too. So when I met you, I was in um, a place in my world that was just kind of like dark and heavy. And mm-hmm. I had been writing down my my top 10 goals for a while, that's part of my morning practice. It's part of my morning ritual that I developed when I was getting clear and uh, working on me. So one of them I had wrote down was, I am a storyteller. And I wrote it down for about four months. And I was like, okay, this is silly. I don't even know what this means. And I took it off. And then I kept coming back and coming back. So I'd added it back in, um, even not knowing, not knowing what it meant, not knowing even how it would look, but it felt good. It resonated with what I wanted because all the things that I wanted was a different version of me (laughs) at that moment. And I had been and living for a while in some like hard times of financial Uh, going through a divorce, and just really in it, right? And it was taking its toll. And I was forced with this decision that I didn't want to make. And I was feeling that it was defining me. It was defining the Leanne, and I didn't like it. And that was part of the reason why I was writing down my goals of what I wanted, right? Positive affirmations of who I wanted. And when I was faced, it was like, it was late November, and I was, I was going back and forth through raging and, and just sobbing. And I remember like to my significant other, like to like the one who's just always encouraged and seen, you know, the light in me. And I was like, just raging that I was this failure, like that, that I was not who I wanted. And I remember him just like letting me rage on and saying like, Leanne, you need to get your, like, your stuff figured out, <laughs> which isn't what he said, but like, you need to get it figured out. And I remember, like, I was still raging, but I was thinking I could lose one of the most important things in my world because I am tied to this 
old version of me. Mm-hmm. And I literally dropped into like this fetal position, like on the bed. I was in a hotel room. I remember we were at a trade show and I just remember like sobbing and crying and thinking like, figure this out. And I went back to my top 10 list and I thought all of this feels right, but I don't even get it. And I spent the next couple of days just like in this world of pretending, right? And trying. And I was on like numbing out, right? And I'm on social media, the perfect, you know, numbing <laughs> activity. And up, <laughs> and up pops, and up pops um, you, a light beamer is like something about, you know, do you know your story? And I was like, no, <laughs> I sure don't. <laughs> I mean, I know it, but I don't want to know it. <laughs> and I looked, so then I was like, hmm, but who is this? Like, you know, who is this? Who is this person who calls herself a storyteller who can help me with my story? And I looked, I checked you out. Like I did all the creepy things. <laughs> I was like, oh, a one-on-one storytelling session that's it like maybe that's it because at that moment I knew uh, the ugly truth that I was like kind of living in and all I wanted was like okay this is where I think I'm going and let's figure out a way to not overshare not undershare be honest and vulnerable and not disclose the messy middle Uh not disclose the you know the the vulnerability let's just glaze over that bing here we are happy (laughs) right (laughs) and that's what I was like and I'm like, let's sign up for that. Like, I want that. Like, April, figure that out. <laughs> and that's that was what I was going through. I was like, okay, one-on-one, get to the happy ending. And uh, that's that was where I was. Yeah. And I remember from that call. And so these one-on-one sessions that for the listeners out there, these are just, uh, I call them story spark sessions. And you, you know, go to my website and book one of these things, which is exactly what Leanne had done. And I get a notification that someone has, you know, registered to do a story spark session with me. And I'm like, I don't know this girl, you know, like, where'd she come from? So to me, it was like, she fell out of the sky because she was not already a member of our community. Um, most of the time when someone books one of these with me, I at least know who I have some idea of who they are. They are either in our community already, or they maybe have emailed me to ask me a few questions about it. You know, um, they might email me and say, I found you through my friend so-and-so, or you were referred to me by so-and-so. I mean, that's kind of the normal route, but no, this Leanne Smith just pops up on my calendar and she had booked this story spark session and I see that she's from Canada and I'm like, who the heck do I know in Canada? Although, you know, I threw light beamers was quite a few, but um, it was just, I couldn't figure it out. And so that was uh, kind of my perspective, but it was such a divine timing and a cool intervention that occurred because we did get on a call and we had that story spark session and the process of the story spark session is to kind of what we do in that session is we, we literally like throw all the puzzle pieces of your life out on the table, (laughs) you know, and then we start to kind of build the periphery, you know, like the, uh, you know, the little straight edge lines of a puzzle. We start to like put that together first and then we can start to fill in the interior pieces of that puzzle. That's how I like, that's how I see it. That's how I describe it. 
And in that session, you told me and we identified from that one of the puzzle pieces that we put together for you was this really powerful story, um, you know, of, of, of looking in the mirror. And so I would love for you to share more of that story with our listeners because it's, it's a really beautiful story. And I think there's a lot of women out there that will and can totally relate to what you're about to share. And I, I love your definition of the story spark because yes, like that was so powerful for me to fill in pieces, like, you know, that the, the middle part. So when we were having that call, like, there were so many like light bulb aha moments, but my favorite and definitely the, the transformational one was the mirror story because yeah. I spent a lot of time not looking in the mirror and not even really identifying it. I would just get ready first thing in the morning and avoid the mirror. And it had come down to comments that had been made to me about, you know, who do you think you are? How can you even face yourself? How can you look at yourself in the mirror and own that? Like you're such a fake. All, all of what you pretend to be is a sham and everything is, you know, like just a fake. How do you face yourself? And even when I remove myself from those words they penetrated in and I hadn't even really recognized it. I just thought, you know, like if I like could magically shut that door on that part of my life, you know, it was all going to be gone. And one night, um, one of my best friends and, and her boyfriend at the time, we were sitting in my living room and we'd had been, you know, just chatting, having a few drinks. And I said something. And to this day, I do not even know what I said about myself. It was probably something negative. Fair enough. Like you were probably self-deprecating or like dumbing yourself down down. exactly like somehow I I, and I believe it was something negative about my looks and and Forrest came and he he took me by the hand and because I didn't I still didn't even like know right because at first he's just like come with me and I'm like okay this is weird and he grabs me by the arm and he starts going into the bathroom and he like you know grabs me and like by my shoulders and it turns me around, stands right behind me and says, now look in the mirror and say something more positive about yourself than what you just said. And I remember like just all the blood rushing from my face and this like lump in my throat thinking like, I don't do this. I don't look at myself eye to eyeball to eyeball like this. And I remember just looking, like turning and looking at my best friend. And she's like, oh, he's already made me do this. Like, he's not like, you know, he is not letting you away with this. Because I just had this probably like pleading, like, help me out now. Look in my eye. Deer in the headlights, maybe even like, right? Like, it was just like, and and knowing for us, like, he doesn't take no for an answer. So I'm like, okay, suck it up, Leanne. Like, just say something positive really quick. Spit it out. And, and because of the type of person he is, he's like, okay, that was a good try first time. Keep going. Because you are more than those words that you just said about yourself. And I know who you are and you need to know who you are. And you have two children who are listening to everything that you say. And they need you right now to show up as like your best version of you. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Because I wasn't showing up for me. I wasn't 
looking myself eye to eye because I didn't want to face the truth that I wasn't being all I could be. I was hiding from myself and my truth and, uh, and my story, like all of the things, right? Like I was playing it safe and playing it small. Yeah. And right. And out of that moment is when, Oh, I still get like, I still get goosebumps from that. Cause it was that moment when I was like, I, I need to change. I need to not be saying things about myself that I don't even know what I said. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh, because the, you know, in the, at that time in your life, and I, I see this uh, with a lot of women and I, I probably have done this too. You know, I think we've all gone through seasons where we've been hard on ourselves, but you had been in that season for so long. You had adopted being hard on yourself because other people were being hard on you. Right. And so um, extremely hard on you and in and, and very um, mentally abusive ways. And you began to adopt that as the truth, even though it wasn't your truth. It was someone else's version of your truth. And I think a lot of women will relate to that. And I'm sure that they have fallen prey to it at some point or another in their life. I know I have. Yeah. And you don't even recall what you said because those words were just on autopilot. Oh, exactly. It was like this repeating soundtrack in my brain that I didn't even acknowledge. Yeah. I didn't even acknowledge. I mean, it's so powerful that moment of this, of this man, you know, this, this, your friend's boyfriend (laughs) just happened to be over for dinner, hanging out and that unfolded. And he had, he, he's one of the good guys in the world that said, no, 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 this is not what you're going to talk, you know, say about yourself and, and grabbed you and put you in front of that mirror. So in that moment then, and after that, and after that realization of of your, of you having like this realization of, I'm not going to do this to myself anymore. This is not good. Where did you start? (laughs) Where did you start putting those pieces together in a positive way? Because I think a lot of that could be really helpful information to share. Right. And I didn't have a clue. All I kept thinking was, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even know what to do. All I, and I don't even know where I want to go. I just don't want to be here. And somewhere in that time, because I was, I had been listening to a lot of personal development and my two favorite people were Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield. Mm-hmm. And across um, my world, into my world came this Jack Canfield training of the success principles, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And I remember thinking, I don't know where I want to be, but I know I don't want to be here. Yep. So I really invested. I, I took the time and the money and the effort and the everything to throw myself into that, that training really just to better myself. And I thought if I could better myself, I could, you know, be my best successful. Like I had been in the, you know, the financial world for a long time. So the, the success and principles and standards that he talked about really resonated with me. And that's, that's where I started. And his first principle is owning, uh, taking hundred percent responsibility. And in it, he talks about when you can be responsible for your thoughts, 
you start to have power. And his one story is about, you know, green hair. And if somebody were just to have come up to me and said, wow, I don't like your green hair. That's really ugly. Like, why'd you have green hair? And I know I don't have green hair. It would just roll right off of me. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, but you know, I, I wouldn't internalize that. I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, she thinks I have green hair and I don't. Like what? I would just, it would just roll. And, but if someone were to say something to me about, you know, my looks or being a our mom or my ability to, you know, be a successful businesswoman, I could inter I was internalizing that. I was not being responsible for just my thoughts and knowing my truth. And uh, that alone, just that I could be responsible. My, my response was going to create my own outcome, changed mm -hmm. everything for me. That I, you know, my response, I have control over, and that would be uh, my outcome definition, changed everything. And uh, then I started doing my goals and writing them down and having a morning ritual of uh, water being one of them, writing my goals being one of them and listening to at least 10 minutes of, of something positive before anything else in the world happens. So, uh, so yeah, that was, that was the starting point. Yeah. Which, you know, I love that because I feel like a piece of that is what led you to me because of that morning mm -hmm. routine that you had and you writing down, I am a storyteller, um, yes. which just has, you know, allowed you to step more into this piece of your story and owning that story, you know, first learning that from Jack Canfield and yes. then stepping into the light beamers world and doing this work, you know, on the story piece of what is the story I want to want to tell, you know, what is, what's that new story Leanne is, is, is creating. And that, 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 story of the mirror work was incredibly important. And so one of the things that, you know, you, you are all about today is helping people with, you know, you're now, a, you know, a certified Jack Canfield success trainer. Um, and you, you know, you coach other people. And one of the things that I've watched you build since the time that we've been working together is this whole uh, community and concept around being a force of happiness. And I just love that name because if I, I mean, honestly, that is you, that's how I summarize you. Like who is Leanne Smith? Well, she's a force of happiness. I mean, <laughs> that's who she is, you know, because you really do embody that now. And I know that that's taken a lot of work. It's taken a lot of, uh, of time and in time and investment in you, you know, and you going deep and, and deconstructing some of those old beliefs because they were just words that had been put on you by other people um, and examining what was true and what was not true. And then putting some of those success principles that you learned from Jack to work in your own life. And so where would you say you are now? Like, who is the Leanne standing before us today, leading other women through this um, exercise of becoming a force of happiness? Who am I today? Well, I really am so grateful that you said that, that you feel that uh, I am a force of happiness because that was, that was the goal because mm -hmm. 
I felt that everything was forced and hard and heavy, right? And I didn't want that. I wanted my happiness and my joy not to be fake or pretending. I just wanted it to like be easy. And when I really broke down some of the things that I was doing and looked into things, like we we think everything is going to be this complicated procedure of, you know, like whatever, even if it's our happiness, we think, oh, we have to do all these complicated steps and someday it'll happen. And when, you know, when, someday when I'm retired, someday when the kids are gone, someday when I have more time, someday when I get the raise. And I just thought, no, like today's the day. Today's the day I'm going to choose happiness and figure it out. And that's what I became on this mission. And I really just love that show sharing my what I figured out about, you know, tips and techniques and and just bringing like smiles and connection and happiness into our world, how it can it can change our our mindset slowly, step by step, and it can just infiltrate into into our world. And uh, I really believe, like, it's still a battle. There's still things that trigger me. <laughs> it's not all, you know, sunshine and rainbows. But it's, I know how to flip my switch back to where to where I want to be. Whereas I lived in the, in the negative for a long time. Yeah, and when you literally um, put those two Leanne's side by side and examine them, you know, like the Leanne from before that could not look at herself in the mirror, who thought these horrible things about herself because, you know, that was being projected onto you by other people, um, who, you know, really spent a lot of time in that soundtrack of saying bad, negative things about yourself versus the Leanne today that is a force of happiness, it chooses happiness, goes out and preaches happiness and tries to inspire happiness in other people. Like, it's like, it's like we're not even talking about the same person. No, I, I don't even feel like, I feel like that it, it, it's not me. Uh, I had something, you know, come across in a comment made to me and, and I felt like saying like, what? And then I was like, oh, like, you don't know me. Like, that was the old, old me. Like, I mean, like, you haven't, like, this is like new version me. And that doesn't, that doesn't fly anymore. Like, that's not, that's not the deal. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I, I feel that. I feel in so many ways that um, it's just different. I, because I, I was, I was doing another actual uh, kind of journaling and it came up because another part of my world that I love and is is Zumba and movement and dance and just being open and cleared my mind. But that old Leanne, I didn't like to try new things. Like I was so scared of being imperfect, right? Like I like my whole world was about controlling, keeping that host of cards. Um, up <laughs> right mm -hmm. so you weren't I wasn't being open and vulnerable and trying new things right so even that I I just didn't I I had my comfort zone small and I stayed in it yeah you know you said earlier that when we first chatted you were like okay April you know let's just get to the to the to the happy part right let's just skip over all that vulnerability piece let's like let's don't talk about that messy middle and, you know, let's just get to the other side. And I, I see this all the time with people and their stories is they tell their story 
from point A to point B, right? Here was the bad stuff, but here I am now. Like, let's just get to the good stuff, right? And what I teach around storytelling is actually your story is not a straight line. It's an arc. You know, there's actually a big hump in the middle (laughs) of that getting from point A to point B. And that hump is your transformation. And that transformation can be a really exposing, vulnerable piece of that story because it's, it is that, it's that deconstruction and rebuilding phase, right? So when you look at that now, how do you see that vulnerability and sharing pieces of the story that are hard and, you know, talking about the rebuilding of Leanne, how do you see that, that, that vulnerability piece now? Do you, do you shy away from it as much or do you embrace it? Oh, I a hundred percent embrace it. Um, like, cause I didn't, like, I remember you telling me that and I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> We're ignoring all that middle part. Like that's why I'm here. <laughs> I just want the happy ending. And, and one, one thing that pops into my brain was doing the Monday um, yeah, yeah, the storytelling. storytelling, and it was a prompt of what seemed like a hundred locks uh, visually. And I wrote, and I just started writing, and just things just came came out. And that was where I remember thinking everything was locked up. I had this house of cards that you know I was trying to balance, but I needed a strong foundation, and I had people commenting. Like, oh my gosh, I totally understand that. I relate to that. I can see that house of cards been there, done that, you know, been there. And I remember thinking, like, that was so easy for me to write that. Like, it it was just so true and it just came out. And I had so many people that related. And I was like, what if I would have heard that? before my friend turned me around in the mirror, (laughs) right? What if I would have heard someone talking about that, feeling that they were locking up a part of them and waiting for some day to to be happy, waiting for some day to find their truth and just living a life easier, right? What if, and I thought, I owe it to me and the old me and my journey to share vulnerably what I went through um, because I, I needed someone to be that person, to be that reflection to me. Oh my goodness. It's so powerful. Um, and I, I want to go back and kind of close a the loop there because not everyone may know that listens to the show, our storytelling Monday prompts. And so what Leanne is referring to in that moment is um, every Monday inside our light beamers community, which is our Facebook group, um, private Facebook group, where we hold space for women like Leanne to come and explore edges and dark spaces of their story. Cause those are the stories that honestly, other, you know, you're hiding from, right? Like you haven't uncovered And so I have several techniques that I use to do this with people. And one of them is using photos. And so every single Monday, we post a random photo um, into the community with just the assignment of tell a story, tell a story that this photo invokes in you. Like what is bubbling up when you see this photo? What do you, what does this photo say to you? 
Um, what does this photo help you remember about yourself? And Leanne, one of the things that I think that the reason why you've been able using that analogy of the locks and you've been able to unlock pieces of yourself is because you've been a faithful, dedicated student to that storytelling Monday process. And you've been in that community um, pretty consistently showing up on Mondays, writing stories. And it was that one story, there's been many stories that you have written on Mondays that has, um, like I said, so many people follow you now and they know you now. They're in your community now. Some of those people are becoming clients of yours now because you've shown up for the storytelling, right? You've shown up for that work. And that particular photo was like the real famous photo of all the locks at the, um, at the bridge is like over a bridge in, in Paris, right? Like it's over the Seine river. Um, and it's, you know, kind of famous. And so it was a picture of all those locks on that bridge. And that's been a piece of, from my perspective, that's been a piece of the unlocking in you is just you excavating those stories. And so would you talk a little bit more about your perspective on on what that process has been like for you, because that story in particular got a lot of people commenting and it kind of was like a pivotal story that you were able to uncover for yourself and telling that and being vulnerable and just being real. But what is that process of like looking at those photos every Monday and challenging yourself? Because sometimes you've told me, man, it's taken me all day to think about this photo before I could come in and actually share a photo, you know, share your thoughts. Oh, for sure. Like I see a photo, like so often I'll see a photo. I'll be like, Oh, I've got nothing. I don't know. I don't have a story. (laughs) Like, because, and when I said back when I really didn't even know, but when I was like, I am a storyteller, I kind of thought I'd have one or two stories. Like I just kind of, I don't know, memorize it. I don't know (laughs) what I thought, but then like each Monday coming up with a new story, I was like, and I remember thinking, like, I'm going to have my one story and I have to just keep regurgitating it or switching it up between, you know, a mailbox and locks and whatever. Like, I mean, I just like, I don't get it. And then I would start, and I've never been a huge journaler. I was always like wanting, like, if someone told me a topic, okay, perfect. Here's my topic. This is what I'm supposed to write about. And I'll write on that. But just open-ended or free-form journaling, I struggle with. So it really was a challenge and a practice and a decision I made to do those Monday story prompts. And then sitting, I'd have to sit with it. And sometimes things would come up or I would start writing and then I'd be like, no, this is what my heart's telling me, write about this. And um, so often it's brought up things that I didn't, I never would have dreamt about writing. Didn't even really have it on my radar as part of my story. Um, And it's been magical for me because now I incorporate storytelling 100% into my my business, into my social media, into my personal life. Um, My daughter, who I'm sure she will hear this so I can let this secret go because she just announced to me not that long ago because she's going into grade 12 and uh, she's like mom if you do because another part of my world is I love like crafting and scrapbooking so she's like I'm just saying this right now if you don't do some kind of scrapbook 
for <laughs> my graduation. I'm going to be disappointed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a different version. I'm going to do a picture and the story, a mini story, because there's so many stories, right, that come up for me when I'm looking at those those pictures of her that she doesn't know. And so it's it's just infiltrated because the story is what builds connection. The story is what gets people. The story is what builds us um, as, as to be closer because we all can get the story. So it's everything to me right now. Uh, storytelling is just, I feel everywhere in my world. Oh, and this was the girl that came to me and said, I am a storyteller. I've been writing this down in my journal for like six months and I don't know what the hell it means. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I was a reader. I was not a writer. Like me, I, I loved like, you know, probably writing in high school, but I, I, I was a reader. I never really thought about as writing. And now I find writing very healing and uh, cathartic. Mm. And I love it. I love it in a way I didn't even know it would be a thing for me. Yeah. And I will say, Leanne, you have, you are a beautiful storyteller. Um, you are a beautiful writer in your stories. I think that a lot of people, when they see you showing up now in our community and outside of our community, when they see you showing up, because you are such a ray of sunshine, you are this beacon of, of hope and happiness for people. And you tell really good stories that that has made you super magnetic. And um, a lot of people follow that and appreciate what you're offering out into the world. And you make them feel better, right? You just make people feel better with your words. And it has been such a joy to just watch you discover that about yourself. Um, that I just, I just smile every time I see you pop up on Mondays and sharing the story that's come up for you. Um, for that weekly prompt um, has, it's, it's really, really fun. And it's been fun to see that for a lot of women in the community. I mean, you're not the only one. This has been a process that has really helped so many other women. And I'll I'll be honest, the only reason, I mean, it, it helps me. This is one of my practices. It's one of the ways in which I create stories. You know, it's how I pull stories out of myself. Um, And, um, you know, if anyone, you know, would like to come play with us on Mondays, that's, it's a pretty fun practice. Um, and like Leanne said, it, it, it doesn't maybe come naturally for a lot of people, but when you stick with it and you, and you really dedicate some time to it, some really cool things can come out of it, you know? So I love that you have been so dedicated to that process and, and you have these beautiful stories in return. And I love the fact that you're going to incorporate that into your daughter's graduation gift. I mean, how fun and what a gift that will be. She will cherish that forever. She will cherish those stories that her mother wrote about her from different pictures of her childhood. You know, it will be beautiful. I just love that. And I love our Mondays. Like there's a group that like for sure that show up and I'm like you, I'm like, yes, I can't wait to read their story because it's magical and fun. Leanne, I'd love for you to share kind of what you're working on now or what you're excited about next. I know you do these really fun challenges in your um, in your groups and things, and you've done like smile rampages and happiness challenges. So do you have anything 
you know, fun that you're working on next, that's going to bring more happiness and joy to your audience. I know you run a, you run a mastermind with other women, bringing them through this process that you have, that has been so transformational in your own life. Uh, what are you, what are you cooking up? Let's, let's tell everybody. And then we're going to link up how people can find you and follow you and connect with you. You bet. So one thing in the fall as I'm kicking off doing virtual vision boards and the 10 step process that, that I did. And in my group, a free, a free fun challenge, which <laughs> might not sound that fun is, um, we're launching in August is a stop complaining. Let's just stop the complain train and getting, getting our thoughts and our awareness about how, how much we complain. So the, I had heard that in an average conversation, we complain once per minute and I just couldn't, I still can't even hardly wrap my mind around that. But once we get the awareness is when um, we can, uh, you know, attack that negative, negativity. So that's, that's what I'm cooking up next is uh, some specific ways and uh, measurable ways of how complaining can, uh, can hurt us and, and affect our, our world. Yeah. And then how to combat that and change it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And awareness is key because we don't even realize we're complaining once a minute unless we are actively aware and listening for that. Uh, and then documenting where we do that. And then once you start becoming exactly. aware of it, you know, you can start to change that. I love that. And I think that complaining is a, is a chronic problem, right? Because almost like you all those years ago of just saying bad things about yourself, it was on autopilot. And I think that complaining is a similar issue where we might be saying things and we don't even realize it, but it's become something that's so accepted and widely used in our culture that oh, we sure. just do it. We just do it, right? And so none of us are really immune from that because I think that's just human nature, but we can do better. So I love that you're creating that challenge to create awareness in other people and reverse some of that complaining. Get the complaining out of here. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, it has just been the best to get to know you, to work with you, to watch you grow, um, to see the evolution of Leanne, the storyteller, and to see all the ways that you incorporate it today and just how so many aspects of your life have been transformed by this work that you've been very intentional about doing um, has been for you. So it's been, it's been beautiful. And I'm just honored that I got to be along for some of the ride of that, you know, to be along on some of the journey with you. And it's just been such a, such a joy. And I love um, being able to share your story now with other people. So you guys definitely need to check out Leanne's uh, um, group. It's called A Force of Happiness on Facebook. We're going to link it up. We're going to link up how you can connect with Leanne on social media, her website, all the things. So uh, I just would love for you to leave one parting thought before we sign off, Leanne, about what you would tell another woman about sharing her story if she is uh kind of like you at the beginning stages of wondering what the heck is my story i don't know how to tell it what would you say to her just start just start where you are and you know just own that it's perfectly imperfect it doesn't matter like i wanted everything to be perfect 
before I shared it. And yeah. that isn't what people um, are going to remember about you. They're going to remember just the part that they identified with. They're going to remember how you made them feel, how they felt with identifying with their story, how they see parts of them in, in their, in your story. And that's, that's just what I'm going to, I'm going to say, you know, start, share, um, guaranteed that whatever you are doing, someone out there needs to hear it. And probably multiple, multiple people need to hear it. So just share. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being such a beautiful member of our community. Um, if you guys haven't joined us yet in the Light Beamers community, I hope that you will and at least come try out one of our story prompts or just, you know, come check out what Leanne's writing about on a Monday, whatever it may be. We would love to support and serve you on your journey to also becoming a better storyteller. Exactly. I am a storyteller. I am a storyteller. What a great thing to proclaim. Thank you, Leanne. Thanks to everyone tuning in this week. We appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, share it out. And also, we would love a written review on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, really, that's just a way that we can get this podcast out to more ears <laughs> in the podcast world. We want more people listening so that we maybe can um, impact them in some way about um, the work that we do here at Light Beamers. And that would mean the world to me. So thank you so much. And we'll see you here next time on the Inside Story Podcast. Until then, have a great week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.